Hello and welcome to Secrets of Organ Playing podcast. This is a show dedicated to helping you become a better organist. We're your hosts, Vidas Pinkavichus and Usham Motuzaita Pinkavichina. We have over 25 years of experience of playing the organ. And we've been teaching thousands of organists online from 89 countries since 2011. So now let's jump in and get started with the podcast for today. We hope you'll enjoy it. Hi guys, this is Vidas. And Usha. Let's start um, episode 653 of Secrets of Organ Playing podcast. This question was sent by Jeremy. He's our member of Total Organist community and helps um, us with fingering and pedaling scores. So he writes, Today I did a variety of different things on the organ. The past couple of weeks I have been working through the new Oxford organ method um, just to see what it did. I really am enjoying it. It acts kind of like an organ teacher for those who have basic piano skills. It walks you through how to break the piece down into technical and musical bits. So I recorded the last piece in the ordinary, ordinary touch section of the book today, Rising Pasacalia by Frederick Stocken, and practiced the next piece in the book, which is evading my memory at the moment. I began week three of the Pedal Virtuoso course and was inspired by Vidas to start the first trio of jazz Bach, learned four measures of the notes. Then I started working on Walter's Komm der Heilige Geist and made sure Buxtehude's uh, Lobt Gott ihr Christian Allzugleich was still still in my fingers. Practiced BWV 536, which is Prelude and Fugue in A major for um, Sunday service and worked on Hindemith second sonata, first movement. And uh, he writes, uh, he leaves uh, a link to his YouTube video about the Rising Pasacalia by Frederick Stocken. I will include this link in, in the description of, of this podcast too. So um, it's very nice that uh, Jeremy was practicing from my pedal virtuoso course. I wonder if he was inspired by my trio sonata recording. Yes, that's what I thought mm. as I read. Yeah, it's good to know that other people are watching these videos too. So, but but today I wanted to talk a little bit about his um, work through the new Oxford organ method and specifically about the touch in the rising Pasacalia, the ordinary touch. Should we remind Osha to our uh, listeners what the ordinary touch means? Yes, I think that would be very helpful. Go ahead. Why me? Because I've been talking too much. <laughs> but I got my second shot of AstraZeneca yesterday. So I need to be careful not to overstrain myself not to use your not to move your left arm <laughs> sure well but okay the ordinary touch was known as baroque articulation 
style that basically all the music written in the Baroque style had to be played with articulate legato. Or every note has to be detached. Mm-hmm. Unless it's indicated uh, otherwise. Yeah, it's sort of uh, detached, but not too much, not too choppy. Sure, and that's usually a mistake by, made by m- many beginners. That, you know, when you tell them detach each note, we start sort of to play <laughs> staccato almost. And I asked um, Jeremy in, in this conversation... Does it say why rising Pasakalia is listed in the ordinary touch section? And he answered probably that the reasoning is that the ordinary ordinary touch helps provide clarity and can be used in music of later times, especially in music inspired by Baroque models. Would you agree, Osha? Well, yes, and uh, but not 100%. It depends on the concrete piece, I would say. You mean specific piece? Yes, specific piece. Uh, probably, it's interesting. Um, it's interesting to to look at what organists of other countries do with modern pieces. And sometimes they do play with ordinary touch. I, I, I've heard Zitze de Vries from the Netherlands improvise in modern styles or even play a piece by by Mendelssohn, right? This is legato sort of uh, style, but he would articulate. And a few other uh, of his Dutch co- colleagues would do that. And I'm always wondering why. Yes, and I don't think that's, you know, approach that I really like. I, I'm not talking about, you know, contemporary music, about modern music. Usually with modern music, uh, if not um, the guidance is included how to play it, I guess you could do whatever you want with it because, you know, it's so eclectic. And, and You mean composer? Yes, yes, composer yes. Composer can do whatever... Well, no. I mean, if composer haven't included specific performance instruction ah. for 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 his or her piece, then I think you could do whatever you want with it. But if we are talking about romantic periods like Mendelssohn, Liszt, Reger, and all these other wonderful composers. Uh, I'm even not talking about French composers, but in general about the Romantic period. You could find many, many, many pieces that uh, have titles like Pasakalia, for example. I'm talking about Max Reger. Mm-hmm. It really doesn't mean that you need to <laughs> do it and to play it with ordinary touch. I think that's a big mistake. If it's very, very chromatic, you mean? If it's very yes. uh, late romantic style. Yes. But even in Mendelssohn and Liszt, I think uh, you should play Lagat, unless uh, you know, there are other performance suggestions. What if a composer imitates old style? Then you could probably use ordinary touch, right? 
What are are you talking about the composers that lived in nineteenth century? No, uh, well, in a sense, sometimes yes. Greek, for example, would write um, neoclassical style too. Sometimes, but when he would indicate, you know, specific articulation marks, would he? Yes. And that would be probably arrangements for organ, not uh, original. Pieces. That's right. Mm-hmm. But otherwise, really, I wouldn't suggest, you know, to use the ordinary touch in Mendelssohn. Of course, you know, like your God, Zitze de Fries does that. But, I mean, it's up to him. Of course, I respect his 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 opinion and his way of playing. But, but I wouldn't do that myself. And if I would, you know, teach organ, I wouldn't suggest my students to do that. But it helps to understand his reasoning, you know. He is probably doing this out of... Uh, some kind of deeper understanding, j- not just, not just uh, incidental. Well, but still, you know, we need to talk when on what type of instrument he had performed that piece. Exactly, I was going. To well, and um, if we are talking about about historical performance practice, I mean, it's better. It's really better, not not like a general rule for one hundred person, but. It's better if you perform, you know, romantic music on instruments built in romantic period. I think you would agree on that. Of course, and the, the, these instruments differ from country to country. Sure. For example, um, recently I tried so many of them, all kind of sample sets, you know, made by Piotr Grabowski, and uh, it mainly featured uh, um, organs built in Poland. And many of them, most of them, I would say, were built in the um, Romantic period. Yes. Or no post-Romantic period, but still holds that great Romantic tradition. And basically, you know, if I would start to articulate on instruments like that, it really would sound like a big mistake. And this is probably because those instruments, most of them are not tracker action. Right? Yes, of course. And what happens in the Netherlands, look, in even in, in the middle 19th century, they still had uh, those Baroque um, stop handles and everything everything drawn by hand. So it was fully tracker, slider chest, organs. Um, and I would suspect that Zitze de Vries uses that touch for later music because he plays that type of instrument. And if he had an opportunity to play a different type of instrument, let's say a pneumatical instrument, Zauer organ from late uh, 19th century or beginning of the 20th century, he would probably adjust his touch as well. I think so, because he is a great musician and he really knows what to do and how to do. But no, I just think that it would be bad if some some unexperienced organist would listen to his recordings and would start to imitate his playing on different type of instrument, then it wouldn't sound really good. Um, yeah, there, there there is so much to the to these things to consider, so much um, depth, and uh, it, um, it requires so much knowledge. And a little bit of knowledge is actually very dangerous, right? Because you know, you only see the surface. And not entire thing, entire context. That's right. So I think the deep knowledge is always good.
So, but of course, you know, if you are, if we are talking about like early romantics, then I think more articulation is appropriate. And in general, you need to look at the structure of the piece. You need to listen what works and what not, because of course, if you will play everything just complete legato, <laughs> then of course it will be a real mess too, even on great romantic instruments. Because you still need to look at the phrases, at the structure of, you know, entire composition. And the repeated notes? Of course. That gives such so much pain while playing Frank, for example. Yeah, and uh, articulation of Frank's music is not the same as Mendelssohn's music. Sure. That's the big difference. All right, guys. We hope this was useful to you. Please send us more questions. We love helping you grow. And remember, when you practice... Miracles happen. This podcast is supported by Total Organist, the most comprehensive organ training program online. It has hundreds of courses, coaching, and practice materials for every area of organ playing. Thousands of instructional videos and PDFs. You will not find more value anywhere else online. Total Organist helps you to master any piece, perfect your technique, develop your sight reading skills, and improvise or compose your own music and much, much more. Sign up and begin your training today at organduo.lt and click on Total Organist. And of course, you will get the first month free too. You can cancel anytime. If you like our organ music, you can also support us on Patreon and get free CDs. Find out more at patreon.com slash secrets of organ playing.